Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I am here today with someone I'm very excited to introduce you all to, Mr. Chris Kenny. Chris is a master sales coach, a million-dollar business owner, and a sought-after wealth mentor. He teaches undercover superstars how to break their money rules, rapidly accelerate their income, and live with uncommon freedom and choice, which I just love that bio. I actually enjoyed reading that. I don't always... Chris, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you here. Please just kind of introduce yourself to the audience. What would you like them to know about you? Well, yeah, I mean, I think what you, what you just said is totally accurate. I think, you know, we all have this part of us in a sense that is an undercover superstar. You know, we're trying to step into who we are fully and who we can be in the world fully. And I think that's part of my work is pulling that out of people and then giving them practical tools um, and techniques to allow them to step into that. Both, you know, it's it's a it's a monetary thing, but it's also a very, you know, inward thing in terms of confidence, in terms of loving yourself. Um, given that we're teaching high ticket sales, a lot of the work ends up being, you know, what's going on in between their ears around belief. You know, do they believe in themselves? Do they believe in themselves at a high enough level to charge and command high ticket fees? And what has to happen to elevate their belief in self um, and really cause them to love themselves enough to step fully into that? So yeah, so that's 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 the heart of my work. Right, because it 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 is sort of a prerequisite in order to charge high ticket, you have to believe you're worthy of high ticket. And that's something that I've noticed both with myself and with a lot of the people that I work with and the people I've talked to is there and I, I think of it kind of like dating sometimes where um we all have gone out with somebody that we knew we could get not necessarily the person that we wanted. And mm. I feel like the same thing can happen with clients and the same thing can happen with our pricing. Like we go after what we think we can get rather than really going for what our heart is calling us to go after. Yeah, that's a, man, is that a perfect analogy? You know, and then you end up, if you keep pricing it based on what you think you can get, you're, you're using your own belief system to determine that. And your own belief system, you know, your ego is really going to uh, be conditioned to keep you where you are to protect the current state of the ego. So if we're using that thinking to make our decisions, then we're going to keep ourselves stuck. So the ego doesn't want to be disturbed. The ego, the current sense of self doesn't want to be ruffled. So, you know, if we don't have something or someone that's pulling us far beyond that, full beyond out, out of that belief system, if we're thinking and making all choices from that same belief system, of course, of course we're going to create the same result, which is why I think we, we all need mentorship. It doesn't matter, matter what level we're at. Mentorship is needed. You could be at 50,000, 100,000, 200,000. Uh, I'm here. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. Um, I have one, two, three different mentors in my for my business right now and I, I don't think the day will ever come that i don't have a tremendous amount of ment mentorship in my life because i know i can't see my own blind spots that's never going to change i can help you see yours i can help your audience see theirs but i can't see my own <laughs> and i don't want to i want to make sure i'm not using the same thinking 
that's keeping me, you know, if I want sitting here at, you know, one and a half million dollars, for example, if I want to go to 3 million, I have to think differently, period. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. There's no, there's no, there's no breaking out of that. That's just truth. And I think that that's a common misconception is that people think that, you know, mentorship gets you out of being, you know, in trouble. And, or if you, people feel that, you know, if they have a money mindset issue, it means you're broke. It means you're stuck. It means you are stuck is just relative to where you are and where you want to be. You can be stuck right. at $2 million because you want to get to three. You can be stuck. Still at, stuck. Yeah. Still stuck. Still not where you feel your full potential is. Right. What's your definition of full potential? Um, I would say full, full potential or success to me means, uh, full expression of who you're called here to be. So that's how I look at it. You know, when I look at myself, when I look at my own life, when I look at clients, what I'm really wanting is for them to be a full expression of who they're called here to be. And that means, um, stepping fully in, it means being completely unapologetic for who you are. Um, and what you stand for, uh, and being willing to put that out into the in, into the world in a way that's unapologetic. I think that's I think that's a really important factor um, in my work. It's it's helping people stop apologizing for who they are, because there's things in you, um, there's things in your audience that that are really true for you. Um, there's things that totally drive you. There's things that you swear by, and it's those things, um, that are in you when you, when you get those out and you get those into absolute full unapologetic expression, oh my gosh, like you, you become, you become limitless and, and you also become, and here's the thing, this is where people get tripped up by it. You will also become polarizing. And that's what a lot of people are afraid of. You know, people won't like me if. Well, yeah, you're right. People won't like you, but there'll also be a group over here that just flocks to you. And I think people need to remember that effective marketing attracts the right people, but it also repels the wrong ones. So, you know, when you're in full expression, you're going to move into a polarizing state. And I just, I think that's where we all need to be polarized people, let people know who you are, what you stand for. This way, people can self select out or they're going to come all in and they're going to be all about you. I remember this one story. Uh, This happened to me, gosh, had to be 11, 12 years ago. Like this was a long time ago. (laughs) And we had written, we'd gone out to this networking event. And I remember being at the networking event and I heard that you weren't allowed to sell at the networking event. You're not allowed to sell. And it was this networking event. I, I was with a previous business partner who I was the I was forty nine percent owner of the company. She was fifty one percent owner of the company. Owner of the company. So she, you know, we were a women women a woman owned business. And this was a marketing event for women, and that's what they said. You can't sell. And so we went to the event. We attended the event. We left the event, and then my business partner wrote a blog on how absurd she thought it was that you could actually go to a networking event and not be allowed to sell. And how that was actually creating and building a bigger problem because one of the biggest issues in entrepreneurship is that people are afraid to sell. And then you put them in a networking experience and you say, don't sell. It's like, it's making the problem bigger. So she wrote this article on it 
Well, some of the people that ran the event saw the article and they forever banned us from their networking event. <laughs> so, you know, we, we were we we immediately had haters. And then that afternoon, after the black the blog went out, that afternoon, we get a phone call from somebody that was at the event. And I remember taking the call and I'm like, oh, here we go. Someone's gonna chew my ear off about, you know, hey, we wrote this blog. And lady said, Oh my God, I'm so glad you spoke up. I couldn't agree with you more. And she hired me and paid me $35,000. Track the right out. people, repel the wrong ones. And that, that's, that's such a good business lesson. And how does somebody go about being unapologetic? How do you see that? Is that in your content? Is that in your sales messaging? How do you see unapologetic playing out for yeah I see it I see it in all of those things you know uh, uh, apologetic you know just I just taught on this inside of my Facebook group we'll talk about that later you know in terms of a call to action um and I talked about like unapologetic means I know who I am I know what I'm hearing here like you know when I'm interacting or I'm coaching or I'm selling and I'm gonna put it into the room and I'm not gonna be attached to whether or not you like it because it's but because it's true it's true it's true for me and me sharing that truth in in this space is more important than whether or not you like it because what i'm committed to is you getting a transfer a transformation i'm not committed to whether or not you like me my commitment is you moving forward in some way you don't like me i don't care if you don't like me will you move forward from what i said will you always remember what i've said i've had people get incredibly pissed off with me and then call me two years ago and two years later and say, hey, do you remember when you, I've never forgotten that? And oh my God, it triggered the heck out of me, but it's changed how I view my business. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. I've had situations where I've been on calls with people and there'll be uh, uh, some indications that the, the marital relationship isn't going well, right? And just some things that get said, well, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, and I don't like dive massively into people's marriages, you know, when I'm on these calls, but when it's clear to me that that is something that's going on, and then I get to the end and somebody says, well, I have to go check with my spouse. I will call that out until I'm blue in the face. Earlier in the conversation, you indicated this, you indicated this, you indicated this, you indicated that this is an area of real tension. This is an, an area of real struggle. And now what you're telling me is you're going to actually go to the thing that you actually view as the source of the problem. And you're going to ask about, ask that person around the solution to make a decision around the solution. How's that likely going to go for you? You know what I mean? It's like, it's completely unapologetic. And it's like, it, it, it'll sometimes, it kind of creates this little bit of a slap in the face to the person, but it wakes them up. And sometimes they go, oh my God, you're right. That's a horrible idea, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a horrible idea. But, but most people won't ask that question mm-hmm. because they'll, they'll go in their head and they'll go, oh, I can't say that. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't possibly say that. You want to get high ticket sales, you have to be willing to say what most people won't say, because people will pay you a crap ton of money to say to them what 99% of the population won't say. But you know what I mean? If you if you hire me, for example, I'm going to speak truth and I'm not going to cherry coat it. I'm going to be truth. I'm going to be real. 
Um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize for that. And that, but that's the biggest gift I can give you is to be able to be willing to speak that straight with you. Well, and I, I think kind of what I hear, what I hear in there is just, it's being unapologetic is kind of not needing validation from anything other than that, you know, your truth, what you are supposed to be sharing and right. you're in alignment with that, not right. with the I'm, I'm validated. More, I am, I am more concerned about my alignment. I view there's, there's two couple of different areas, a couple of different areas regarding integrity. We have like outward integrity. So integrity with, you know, with the clients and integrity with, you know, um, societal norms and societal expectations and all this stuff, right? Like the, what's the proper way of being in this situation that society says is okay. And what's like, what's the proper way over here? You know what I mean? There's all these societal rules for how you should do, behave in your relationships, how you should behave in your friendships, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of the outward integrity. I am more connected to, to, to the integrity that's inward, the, the relationship I have with myself and being in complete integrity with the relationship I have with myself and the things that I know to be true, right from my work and from my experience. And I'm more worried about that integrity than I am about the outward integrity with what society or other things in the outward force would really kind of be driving me towards. And that's why I'll say a lot of things that, that other people won't say. I'll go where a lot of people won't go because I'm more connected to being in integrity with me and with who I am. And that's, I think, a really, really huge reason for why I've, I've accomplished what I've accomplished. And I'm not saying that in a way to be braggy, but I just say, I, I remember learning that and how I was able to move like my fee structure from when I first started coaching, I was charging $300 a month. Mm-hmm. And then I, in, a, in a year, I went from $300 a month to $2,500 a month. And then I went from $2,500 a month to $4,166 a month. And then I went from $4,166 a month to $6,250 a month. Like it's been, but it's all throughout that process, it's been this kind of, unveiling of being unapologetic about who I am. So I have a question about that. So you go from $300 a month to, what is it? 4666 or something? I went, I went from 300 up to 2,500 and then 2,500 up to 4,166. Yeah. Okay. 4,166 is basically a 25 K package for six months. So it's a big jump. Yeah. Now what, leaps did you have? I know you're saying unapologetic, but there has to be something. I I know that there's a lot more underneath that. So talk to me just a little bit about how someone goes there. So there, there's, if I'm charging $300 a month, I'm probably thinking that that's what people can afford. Right. And then now if I'm jumping that up, you went from 300 to 2,500, that was the next jump. Yeah, it was okay. huge. How do you make a leap like that? <laughs> you do that, right? Yeah. How do you make <laughs> a, a really leap like common that? question? <laughs> you know what it is? It's it, it, there's universal law comes into here, and I, you've probably heard me teach this before, uh, Nicole. And the universal law is law of polarity. So law of polarity says everything in the universe has an opposite, and it exists at the same time. Everything in the universe has an opposite, and it exists at the same time. You can't have left without also having right. You can't have in without out. You can't have hot without cold. Nothing's cold without having hot to compare it to. Nothing is high without having low to compare it to. 
can't have one without the other. So what does that mean? Why is that important here? And why did that play a role, right, in terms of my decision when I was raising fees? Well, if everything in the universe has an opposite and it exists at the same time, if there's a problem that's present, what else is present? The solution. The solution. It has to be present. So what I want everybody to write down, if you're in place, we can write this down. Every problem in the universe brings with it the solution. You can't have one without the other. The solution's here. It's here now. It's not here six months from now or 12 months from now and you feel worth it or when your confidence level has raised up or when you believe in yourself a little bit more. The solution is here now. The only thing that stops people from finding solutions is that they resist solutions. A solution shows up and then they resist it. So here's what happens. I'm in my business. I'm charging 300 a month. I say to myself, I set the intention. Guess what? I want to close 300,000 in business in my first year. 300,000, right? Then the universe goes into motion and starts bringing you the things that you need, right? What happens? I end up with a mentor. Mentor says, raise your fees. Raise your fees up to 2,500 a month. Triggers every ounce of my shit. Every ounce of my shit. My worthiness is triggered. Nobody's ever going to pay me that. This guy's crazy. He doesn't know my market. He's out of his mind. Blah, 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 blah. Whole story. My, meanwhile, Nicole, I paid him $75,000 for six months of coaching, which was a massive leap of faith for me. I did not have that money when I signed up. I had the down payment, folks. That's what I had, the down payment. And I said, you got to teach me how to make the money. You don't teach me how to make the money. You're not going to get paid. That's how this is going to work. <laughs> right? So I stepped into it totally freaking out. Um, I learned that law and then that opportunity to raise the fee was put right in my experience. And then I went, oh no, not that. That's not the way. And that's what happens. The way shows up and then we resist it because we have a story around it. So the key is having the willingness to move forward in faith because what it is, is our mind, you're trying to create this new thing, right? But your mind doesn't have a frame of reference for how to create it. Because if it had the frame of reference for how to create it, you would have created it already. Mm -hmm. So you have to move forward when you don't see the direction. You have to move forward when it seems like it's not logical. You have to move forward when it seems like the worst possible freaking thing you could step into. You have to be willing to step forward into that thing and navigate it. I didn't feel worth 2,500, right? But here's what happened. I started charging the 2,500 in faith. I went in faith. The first time I quoted it, I felt like I was crawling under the table. It's $15,000. <laughs> That's the fee. You know, I was so like, like the wildest thing. I started, so I quoted the 15K. This is what it looked like. It was 15,000, 2,500 a month for six months. And the lady said, um, as soon as I quoted it, then I developed like verbal diarrhea, which was, which is the worst thing you can do. You're supposed to quote your fee and just let it sit. Mm -hmm. So I just started blabbering on and blabbering on and blabbering on. Then she said, well, let me think about it. So then I started blabbering on on my response to let me think about it. Finally, she said, Chris, Chris, I literally pressed mute. I muted myself. And I don't know if you've ever muted yourself, but I knew I was like, <laughs> I teach sales and I muted myself. Yes, that happened. <laughs> there was a day that I had to mute myself. It was that horrible. So she said, finally, she says, let me think about it. So I was rattling on. Finally, she says, Chris, stop it. 
she says, I don't have to think about if I'm going to do it or not. I have to think about what credit card I'm going to put it on. And I was like, and then she paid in full. She paid me $13,500. And at that time, I'd never seen $13,500. I was gasping for air. Like, and I was so glad I was muted because I was like, <gasps> you know, I was waiting for the objection. I was right. So she, and my first thought was this person's absolutely insane. This person's about to pay me $13,500 for coaching. This person's insane. What happened was I coached her for six months and then she renewed. Hmm. And she paid me another $13,500. So the way that you make the leap is you make it in faith. And you have to understand that whatever shows up in your experience is what needs to show up to give you the lesson that you need to be able to command the rate. I was lucky. The first person said yes, but here's what happened after that. The ensuing six months, I got like 75 no's. No, 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 no. And I started retreating. I went back down to 9,000 and then down to 6,000 and then down to 4,500. And then I had to navigate all my shit all over again to get myself back up to the 15K. But it's the understanding that whatever's being presented in those situations, those are the learns you need. And if you want to learn how to command that fee and get that fee and get it consistently, you have to be willing to go through the emotional shit that is going to come up as you are navigating that. And you're going to need some support to do it. And you got to be willing to take the journey. And it was like this. It was up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. But I ended up getting it. And it was a game changer. And that's why I teach it to other people, because if I can teach that one skill set to people, their business is never the same. Their life is never the same. It's one skill set. And I know that there's, I know that there is a, a way to present your offer. I know that there's a way to structure your offer. I know that there's, there's all of those things. Is that the most important thing that you teach the structure or is it the like I always say, is it the app or the operating system that's important? Yeah, they, they all have to go together. So mm -hmm. the, the app, you have to be fully aligned with the app and the operating system. So the packaging has to be, you have to be completely in alignment with how it's packaged. And there's so many different ways you can package a high ticket offer. You know, you can do, you can have high ticket offers that are group. You can have high ticket offers that are one-to-one. -one. You can have high ticket offers that are retreats. You can have high ticket offers that are seven day experiences. You can have like the list goes on and on and on. The, the thing is making sure that you are totally aligned with it. It lights you up and you can't wait to go fulfill on it. Like that's, that's how it should be. Um, and then, you know, inside of the operating system, now you've got to have um, a selling system that you totally resonate with so that you can feel in your authentic self. So when I'm teaching selling, I'm never teaching scripts. I'm teaching a framework. And the reason I teach a framework is because I want a person to put their personality into the framework. I don't want you to sound like a robot. You know, that's that's not it. I'm not going to give you a script. I'm going to give you a framework that will convert high ticket sales. And then you're going to put yourself into that framework and make it work. Then um, from a more strategic standpoint, it's understanding one key concept. For me, this is like one of the most important concepts of, of, of high ticket sellers. You have to get this. And it's... Um, this is very much contenty. So I'm gonna, is that okay? I'm gonna share content. I'm gonna share yeah. something. Listen, get get this, like hear this and understand this. 
when a, when a potential client comes to you, they have what we, what we refer to or what I refer to as their seen problem. This is the problem they know they have. So Nicole, say you hire me and you say, Chris, you know, I, my price points are here. I want to, I want to get my price points up to here, whatever it is. You have a seen problem, right? I'm going to ask you a series of questions, right? Series of questions, series of questions. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to reveal a new problem, an unseen problem, a problem you didn't see, a problem you didn't know that you have. And the reason that I'm going to do that is when a person has had a problem for a long time, your seen problem, you've had it for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So what will then happen is when I present the solution, what will happen is your ego is going to resist that because the ego has gotten attached to the problem. The problem has become part of your sense of self. I, I have a problem. Ego sees that as part of the sense of self. So now the solution threatens the ego, right? That's why people resist. That's why they object. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Let me talk to my spouse. Price objection all over the place, right? Their ego is attached to the problem. When you reveal a brand new problem, one they didn't know they had, and you learn the skill set of building massive urgency around the new problem. There's no ego attachment, and that's the problem they'll buy the solution to. Can you give an example of I'll give an example, unseen problem? I'll give an example from my own life. Sure. Um, and, I, and I might get emotional. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's a little bit of a story. So five years ago, it was almost six years ago now, I had to re, re, rebrand my whole entire company. I was dating my previous business partner. Um, we dated for eight years. We had a house together. You know, we had, you know, we had a very successful company. I learned that she was having an affair. I'm not throwing her under the bus. You know, I helped create that whole situation. You know, I just, we co-created that whole thing. I learned of the experience. I learned she was cheating. I ended the relationship. And so in a one full swoop, everything was gone. The house was gone. The business was gone. And so was the relationship. So here I was, you know, ego was completely shattered. You know, you want to shatter a guy's ego? Well, go do that. <laughs> so, you know, and I was like trying to pick myself up off the floor and get myself going. Well, I get this opportunity to take a trip to Italy for a branding retreat. And I needed to, to rebrand. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I've got to rebrand as myself, not as, you know, the, what was her name was Nancy, but not the Chris and Nancy show anymore. It's it's Chris. Here I am. So the retreat was $16,000. It was a four-day retreat in Italy for sixteen grand. And here I was, no money, no clients, no business, sleeping at my dad's house in my sister's princess bed with the tassel things and the whole, I mean, I was like a 45-year-old man in a princess bed. Now, that is a, that's a sexy thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I can't possibly consider going to Italy. Now, my scene problem was I need to brand myself, right? On the third call that I had with this person, she asked me this question. This was the seller. She said, Chris, she said, if you don't come on this retreat, will you be out of integrity with what you teach? It was a punch in the stomach question. It was an unapologetic question. Because she knows that one of the things that I teach is every problem has a solution. 
When the solution shows up, you can't resist it. You have to be willing to move forward in faith. And here I am with this opportunity, and I'm not moving in faith. And she called me out and called me out of my integrity, like my inner integrity, which is something that runs me. I just talked about that. As soon as I realized I'd be out of integrity with my teaching, I slid my credit card across the table and I bought the retreat. Because what did she do? She revealed my unseen problem. My seen problem was the branding retreat. My unseen problem was that I'd be out of integrity with my own teaching. Let me finish in terms of how that ended. I made the decision, hopped on an airplane, took my brokenhearted ass across the pond. I'd never been overseas before. I packed up a journal. I told everybody I was going to write the male version of Eat, Pray, Love. That's what I said. I said, I am heartbroken and I'm going to Italy, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I get there. On the second day of that retreat, Nicole, I met my wife. I I met my wife. And I will never forget the moment that that person asked me that question, because if she did not ask me that question, I wouldn't have taken the trip to Italy and I would not be married to that lovely human being that is currently in my kitchen. I just, why, why did it all that happen? Cause she knew to ask me the right question to reveal an unseen problem that immediately created conversion. So that's an example of an unseen problem. Let me give you one that's not quite as glamorous. Well, I remember being called in. I, I share the story. It's a really good example. I had a CEO call me in to uh, do some work with her, or she wanted me to do some work with her because she was overwhelmed. That was her scene problem, overwhelmed. So I remember I'd given her a 5K offer and a 10K offer, and she was waffling. She couldn't decide. 5K, 10K, 5K, 10K. So I simply asked her this question. I said, Tommy, I said, what's likely going to happen if, if you don't get help with this? What's going to take place? And she stopped and she paused and she took a a deep breath and she said, Chris, she said, if I don't get out of this warehouse, I've been working so much. If I don't get out of this warehouse, I'm likely going to miss my daughter's first steps. I said, really? I said, so what you're saying is if you don't get out of here, you're going to miss your daughter's first steps. Is that correct? And she said, yes. And she slid her car across the table and she said, I'll buy the 10K. I can't even believe I'm thinking about this. Seen problem, overwhelm. Unseen problem, missing her daughter's first steps. Problem that created the sale, unseen problem. It happens again and again and again and again. And the other thing that's super important when you're selling coaching, and then I'll jump off the jump off my, my soapbox <laughs> on this, is developing the skill set of uncovering the thinking patterns that create the objection rather than the objection itself. That's one of the things that we teach wholeheartedly in our program. Stop responding to objections, respond to the thinking pattern that's creating it. That's what will create the sale. There's always a thinking pattern that's creating the problem. And in the, inside of the program, we do this thing, these things called sales breakthrough calls where I'll play a sales call back that somebody did. It's a live sales call and I'll critique it. And I, and I take them through, here's the thinking pattern. Here's where it showed up. Here's how I would have broken through it so that they learn the skill set of uncovering the thinking because the objection is never the problem. The problem is, is the thinking that's creating it. 
And that's on both sides. I think it's it's us operating. It's it's never the thing. It's never like you're talking about unseen problems. It's it's the unseen problem you're operating under as well is what's keeping you back. Yeah. Um, but I think what 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 was kind of standing out to me when you were telling those stories is the woman who presented you with the trip to Italy, with the retreat to Italy. Um, she was unapologetic. She was. She was detached from the outcome in the sense where she was not worried about whether you would like her. She was not worried whether she would get it right. Cause that's another thing that kept coming up for me is you have to release the detachment, the attachment to getting it right or doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she wasn't attached to that. And because of that, she was able to just truthfully speak about the problem that she saw ask yeah. you the right question and leave the space open for you to answer it yourself. Yeah. And I, and I can, and I, you know, it's learning the skill set. It's another skill set, you know, stop trying to convince people and learn the skill set of asking questions that cause them to convince themselves. So, you know, and she did all of those things. She was unapologetic. She asked me a, a really bold question that maybe she could have thought would, ir would have irritated me. Um, she called me out of my integrity which I was completely like unaware of at the moment that I wasn't behaving in, a, in integrity with my own teaching. It hadn't come into my mind because I was so stuck in the money story at the 16K. Um, and I, you know, th this is, this is thing that, you know, when you talk about, you, you mentioned earlier, you talk about, you know, uh, before we hopped on, on the air, we talked about money rules and, you know, I just think if people want to create more money, they have to be willing to break their current money rules. And, you know, your current money rules are creating your current results. If you want different results, you've got to live by different rules with your money, period. So that was the other thing I had to be willing to do was I had to be willing to break my money rule, which was at a time where I didn't have the money, I had to be willing to pull out a credit card and charge the, the darn thing. And then I went and I'll just tell you all the things I did. I, I, I bought the retreat. I was 16,000 and I had to pay for travel. So it was more than that. Got to Italy. Um, did the retreat, um, got a lot of the branding started. And then when we got back, she had another retreat in Tucson, Arizona, which I wanted to go to. So I hopped on an airplane and I got to go see Kate as well. She was going to be at this retreat in Tucson. So I went to Tucson, put that on a credit card. And then when I was in Tucson, Arizona, I hired that mentor for 12 months. It was another $65,000. So now I had spent $80,000 when I didn't even have a client. And that's what I'm talking about. I, I, that's me. I was willing, I'm willing again and again and again to continuously break money rules. And then it was, the, and then that year in my own business, I went out and I broke, you know, God, and we did between three and 400,000 in year one uh, when I started this current company. So people also have to look at their rules in terms of money. And that doesn't mean everybody needs to, you know, just stand up and, hey, here's, here's 100 grand and you just throw out the wind. Here's the solution. You have to be strategic about the decisions that you make. But you have to understand that if these things are showing up in your experience, they're being put in your experience for a reason. You and I are in this call for a reason. The people that are listening to this call are hearing it for a reason. Why? Because they're ready to hear it. Because if they weren't ready to hear it, it wouldn't be in their experience. And it's, it's getting that, knowing that, trusting that, and being able to do whatever's real and whatever's right for you and whatever feels like comes next for you with regard to that. And as far as money rules are concerned is, and you touched on this, but I kind of want to just ask sort of a follow-up to it. Is the answer always just diving in and thinking like, well, someone who I, I want a million dollars. So someone who has a million dollars wouldn't think twice about making this investment. 
And so therefore the answer is always make the investment or is it more personal to the, to the individual? I would say that don't make the decision based on where you are, make the decision based on where you want to be. And I would say, trust your gut, not your head. Mm -hmm. Your head is where ego resides. Your body will know. Mm -hmm. Your body will know. Your intuition will know. As soon as the mind takes over, that's going to be ego driven. And that's going to be the, it's going to be the thinking that's keeping you here. But if you have a gut intuition and you go, oh, my, I, but it feels horrible, right? But it feels like, oh my God, I think oh, I need to do this. Oh, but shit, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? How could we possibly blah, blah, blah. But as soon as the head takes over, that's when it gets difficult. And you have to realize you got to make the decision based on the, on the gut, you know, based on the internal knowing that you have, but not the, not the head. Um, that's how I do it. I like, I, that's where I listen into. I listen into my body. I listen into my gut. I don't trust my mind because I know my mind is going to lead me right where I currently am <laughs> and, and keep me there. Um, so, so it's understanding that it's being put in front of you for a reason. And if the only thing that's stopping you is, is fear and figuring out the how, then that is likely something you need to jump into because the how the way this works is the how gets revealed in the journey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get revealed before the journey. It gets revealed in it. And people want the how before they take the journey. And that's why they get stuck because that's not how it works. It shows up in the journey. And what do you say to the person who's listening to this, who's saying, I'm doing a lot. I'm investing. I feel like I'm taking the risks, I feel like I'm putting in the work and it's still not working. What, what do you say to that person? Yeah, I would ask them what they're resisting doing. Because, you know, the answer is always going to lie. You know, when somebody says, what do I do? I actually feel like that's the wrong question. The right question is, what am I currently resisting doing? Because again, if we go right back to polarity, problem brings solution, right? Problem brings solution. That means the solution is probably in their experience already, but they're resisting it. And so question I hear from a lot of people or a complaint that a lot of people have heard and, and something that I've said myself, I'm going to be perfectly honest, you know, um, I don't have the right people. I need more people. How do I pitch a high ticket offer? How do I pitch anything if the right people aren't there. What do you say to to someone who has that complaint or gripe? Uh, I would ask them why they keep manifesting the wrong people. What's going on in them that's causing them to manifest the wrong people. We've got to, we've got to, I know this is hard and I'm not here to say that this is a simple way of thinking, but what I am here to say is we have, we have to let go of blame. We have to, we have to start taking like 110% responsibility. Because as soon as we go, I can't convert because of the people. We're freaking powerless. Yeah. We're powerless, completely powerless. It's Mm -hmm. them. It's them. They're the wrong people. They're the wrong people. And then we stop working on ourselves. We stop asking ourselves, am I being the right person to attract the right people? And if you're not attracting the right people, you're not being the right person to attract the right people. 
And that's the reality of it. And it's hard. It's hard. People don't love hearing that, but it's true. It's, you have to look at why are you creating that? What's causing you to manifest that? What's taking place in your way of being? What's taking place in your messaging? What's taking place in how you show up that keeps causing broke people to show up in your experience? Because I don't have, I'm not in that experience. And I haven't been in experience in years. There's a certain way of being that is causing me not to manifest that. And if you're continuously manifesting it, you have to realize you are manifesting it. And what is your role in that? And really take that on. And I know that's a sucky answer. And that's, you know, a lot of people, oh, you know, because we swear it's the people. And I, I totally get that. And I was in the same exact spot. So I totally understand it. And when it started to shift for me was when I stopped worrying about the people and I started worrying about me. How am I presenting myself and what's going on in me that's creating this? Right. Because everybody, and I, and I think that that's like, it goes very well with the, the message of this show, which is that, you know, it's all an inside job that we're, you are the operating system. So you if, really are. It's like, stop. You're, you're looking for an external solution to an internal problem. You're never going to find it because the solution doesn't lie out there with the people. It lies in you. Well, and I'm sure that, you know, being somebody and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but but I'm sure people come to you for tactics a lot. And I've been following you for a long time. I'm inside your Facebook group, which everybody who's listening to this should join because it's amazing. Um, and just follow everything that Chris does, because this is just we're, this is just the tip of the iceberg, what we're touching on here. But inside your group, um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen you a lot of most of what you teach boils down to mindset. And I'm sure people come to you being like, what's the script? What are the, how do I, how do I uh, overcome this objection? How do I, and while that's part of it, it seems like, I think that's, what's fascinating about your work. When, when I watch you, it's, it's always talking about five layers deeper than what everybody else is selling. Yes. And in order to sell it, your thing, you have to be willing to go five layers deeper than you're currently going. I mean, that's, that's just, that's how it works. You know, the, the surface question isn't going to be enough. There's the words are just such a small component of all things that are going on in an enrollment conversation. It's like the tiniest bit of nothing. That's, that is such a, it's like minuscule, the words, there's so many other components that go in. And if you're like hyper-focused on the words, you've got to remember that you're, you're in an energetic space. They're in an energetic space. You have beliefs around money. They have beliefs around money. You have beliefs around being sold to. They have beliefs around being sold to. We've all, they've had negative selling experiences. You've had negative selling, selling experiences. You could be doubting yourself. They're doubting themselves. There's all this shit that's going on underneath the surface and you asking one question is not going to unravel all of that shit that would stop a human being from buying your stuff. It's not, that's not how it's done. <laughs> so it's like, it's the, the, they'll come with that question and I understand why they do, but they're coming with that because they're green in terms of all of the other items that need to be addressed. So it's like, I can say, all right, ask this. <laughs> it'll fall flat because all the other shit's out of alignment. 
You know what I mean? I get fired up about it. I'm like, oh my God, that's not how it's going to happen. And, you know, the, the, the number one thing there's, well, you can't say the number one thing, the top things that people do wrong in sales conversations, number one, they are unapologetic. They're, they're unwilling to ask old questions. They're unwilling to take a person both into pleasurable state and painful state. You've got to do both. Um, they're not uncovering unseen problems. They're staying on the surface and not going deep enough and finding the core, like the core issue, the core problem, the core thinking pattern. Like if you're selling coaching, oh my God, it doesn't matter what kind of coaching. You've got to get three, four layers deep in order to get a person to hand you $50,000. And if you're not doing that, it's not going to happen. Well, and if it was as simple as asking one question or a series, these are the fives. This is the magic five. sales $50,000 conversion questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I'll throw it, in a toaster oven at the end. Anyway. And everyone would be a millionaire because right. for $37, I can buy that script on in a Facebook ad. And 100% true. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I, I say all the time, like, you know, strategies work, but it's only it only works as well as you delivering that strategy and you know are you willing to go there and if you're resisting something you know sometimes we talk about you know like are you seeing it but you might see it and you might just be like i'm not willing to go there it's too uncomfortable for me so that's yeah, what and it's and it's like there's so much more power in the in the energy that you're coming from than the words that you're saying if you're coming from absolute conviction that's authentic not fake or you're not there trying to generate conviction. You know, when I'm in an interaction with an ideal client, I'm there with 110% certainty that I can help this person move the needle. There's no wavering on it. And my way of being aligns with that 110% all through the entire interaction. And what can end up happening is that belief is contagious. Mm. It's contagious. You, you believe me because I believe it. Like I believe it to the core of my soul that I can help this human being. And I and put I, that into the room and that's like, now you take that level of certainty, you take that level of confidence and that level of conviction, and then you put it inside of a really healthy, sound, strategic selling framework. Now you've got something that can convert sales. And I think that that's the, you know, an issue that a lot of people have is that, you know, we want to step into this bigger version of ourselves. We want to believe that the thing that the little voice inside of us that says that we can be more while the rest of the world is telling us that we're crazy or that we're, you know, that we aren't good enough or all the things from our past have confirmed that we are not good enough, that we, you know, sometimes you need somebody to look at you and say, I see that too. Yeah. See, and it's like, somebody I see what you see. Somebody believing in you and you can't believe in yourself. Somebody who's unwilling. You know, the other mistake people make, we can list mistakes on for the rest of the afternoon if we want to. The other mistake people make is they buy, they buy the potential client's stuck story. Mm -hmm. When I spot a stuck story, I don't go into the stuck story. Most people, they go right into the stuck story. Now you're going right into crazy town with them. And so, again, a huge gift that we can give our potential clients is not buying into or going into the story about why they're stuck. Like, as soon as I believe that, as soon as I believe you're stuck story, I can't help you. So mm -hmm. I, I, will, I will fight for not believing it. And I will fight to get you to fully see that I don't believe your stuck story. Because as soon as I believe it, it's done. 
And that's, that's empowering for you because you look and you go, holy crap, somebody sees it differently. But most people, they just dive right into it because that's the easier thing to do. It's the more comfortable thing to do. It's the thing that'll create less, less friction. It's the thing that'll create less emotion in your potential client. It's the easier conversation to have, but it's not the one that's going to get another human being to pay you 50 grand. Well, and it's not the one that's going to change them. So it's not serving no. them either. You're not no, doing them nobody any favors by, by commiserating on their misery. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody wins at all. It's just a lose situation for you, lose situation for them. They don't get the transformation they need. Everybody loses. Well, I know that we, we've gone we've gone over, but I think it was worth it. I thank you for taking the extra time. I thank you guys for listening. I, I hope you guys were taking notes because this is this has been an amazing amazing conversation. Um, Chris, thank you for being here. Um, can you tell everybody where they can stay in touch with you? And 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 I know that you have a I think you have a free gift as well. Yeah, you know the there's two free gifts or there's a free gift. The the free gift. You know what? I'm just going to send people to Sales Mastery Inner Circle. That's the place. Sure. To- just pop over to my Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group. Obviously, it's free. It's Sales Mastery Inner Circle on Facebook. Hop over there. You'll answer like three questions. We've got three entry questions. Then Meg will let you in. Meg is the person that runs the group. And in you go. And then inside of that Facebook group, I do a live show every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern. I teach about 30 minutes of content. And then every Tuesday, I do something called High Ticket Laser Breakthrough Sessions. So these are 10-minute sessions. We do three 10-minute sessions with people that are in the group. Those are complimentary sessions. We do them live on StreamYard. So not only can you get content, but if you want to be coached by me in a 10-minute session, you sign up for a laser session and off you go. And then within that, if you come over there and you message um, somebody in the group, you can message Meg. You can also message Lauren, Meg or Lauren. And you just tell them you want the five steps. I have a five-step process for overcoming price objection, and we can throw that your way as well once you get into the group. Five-step process for overcoming price objection. And, and that group is just, it, it's not like every other group. I'm a part of it. I've been a part of it for a long time. I've had the pleasure of being laser coached on a session by Chris. And so I highly recommend getting in there because it 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 is worth your time to be in there. It is worth your energy and your attention because he's sharing things that nobody else is really sharing in the way that he's sharing it. So I, I'm I'm highly endorsing going over to that, to the Sales Mastery Inner Circle. Um, We will link all of that up in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about remembering it. Just click the link and we'll take you right over there. And I want to thank you, Chris. Thank you for your time, your energy, and for everything that you shared. I appreciate you being here. Uh, It's really a real pleasure. I love the conversation. So it's it's been awesome. Thank you. And thank you for listening. If you listened all the way to the end, thank you so much. Remember, you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. It's your choice. We'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.